Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. I am so glad to have you along with us today as we look into the Word of God, get into it, let it transform our lives as the Word of God does. And then we'll pray about it. We've got a good message today, I believe, from the Lord. We've been talking, though, about why people stall out spiritually. We've been looking at any number of reasons over the last few days. Scripture says God wants us to be making progress. 1 Timothy chapter 4. Take pains with these things. Be absorbed in them so that your progress may be evident to all. We want to have progress in our own lives. And wonderful if it is evident to all, especially those of us who've been following the Lord for quite some time. This can be a source of real encouragement to others if they see us keep growing. Remember I shared the story a few days ago about a good friend of mine who on his 70th birthday his, had a son who said to him, Dad, uh, you've proven wrong that old adage, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. He was talking about how he had seen, this is an adult son of a 70-year-old father, had seen significant growth and change in his life in the previous two or three years. What a blessing. That was, to my friend, the best birthday gift he, he could possibly receive. Well, how about us? We don't want to stall out. And we've been talking about different ways that that can happen. Today, I want to talk about the importance of God using other people to help us. We tend to want to be a do-it-yourselfer. I know I am. I tend to think, think I can do it myself, behind self-reliance. And even when it comes to getting out of a problem, I can go to God and that's all I need. I don't need other people. Well, that can be a subtle form of pride. And we've got to be careful that we don't have that pride that fails to allow other people to help us and to be a blessing in our lives. Hear what Scripture says about, about the importance of other people. We'll look at Hebrews chapter 3, verse 12, 12 and 13. Take care, brethren, that there not be in any one of you an evil, unbelieving heart in falling away from the living God. This is what we don't want to happen. We don't want to get cold towards God. We don't want to fall away from God. We don't want to get stagnant and him be distant. Be careful. Take care. Be on your guard. Watch yourself that this doesn't happen to you. Well, he gives an anecdote in the very next verse. But encourage one another day after day, as long as it is still called today, so that none of you will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Sin deceives us. Sin hardens our heart. And so we've got to be careful. If we don't want to get a hardened heart, what's the anecdote here? Encourage one another. How often? Day after day. How long? As, still, as long as it's still called today. Well, that includes today, that we should be encouraging one another every day. I say it, I say it here often on our daily word and prayer. Weekly encouragement is not sufficient to get six days of discouragement or six days where you're kind of down and get lifted up once a week, you're, you're barely going to have your head above water. The scripture says we should encourage one another day by day. Now, interestingly, it says we should be the encouraging, but obviously that means that we would receive encouragement as well, lest you be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Brothers and sisters, I think there's a lot of people 
a lot of people in our churches, a lot of people in our lives, a lot of people that we know, who their hearts have become hardened by sin. And one simple reason is they're not getting the daily encouragement they need. They're not getting the daily input that they need. And so this is important. Hebrews chapter 10, beginning with verse 20, 22, brings that, looks at it from maybe the other side here. Let's look at this, 22 through 25. Let us draw near with a sincere heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who is promised and is faithful. That's what we want to do. We want to hold fast the confession of our hope. We want to hold on to our faith without wavering. How do we do that? In the next verse, and let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembling together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as we see the day drawing near. Habits can work for you or against you. You develop good habits. You're kind of setting yourself on autopilot to do the right thing. You develop bad habits, you're on autopilot to do the wrong things. And he said some people have the habit of not assembling together. My goodness, we've really seen this in our culture. Uh, the COVID shut, shutdowns and online services have, have accelerated this. But before that, there was a sense of what we call consumer church. You just kind of go where you feel like they're meeting your needs. You don't stick it out if you have trouble, if you have, if you have a conflict with somebody. You, you just go find somewhere else. It's kind of like picking a restaurant. You know, if the food, if you didn't like, you got a, a food, a restaurant you go to regularly, if you don't like the food sometime or they're not nice to you, you just don't go back. You go somewhere else. It's not how we want to treat our church. We want to, we want to be faithful and we want to, we want to be habitually together and we want to be considering how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds. Brothers and sisters, do you know who stimulates you to good deeds? Do you have people like that in your life? I bet you do. I know I do. There are some people, I'm just around them, and after I've spent some time with them, I'm inspired. I want to be a better Christian. I want to be a better person. I want to have a better day. I want to do greater things for God. I want to, I, I want to love others more. I want to have greater faith. Whatever it is, they bring. Some people bring out the best in me, and they and they inspire me. They lift me up, and and who does that to me might be different than who does that with you. I don't know, but you got to figure out who inspires you, who lifts you up. I know that I know I do have some people who really inspire me, and I share that with others. How I'm, and they're less so. Well, we're different, and what connects with you might be different. I assume if you come here day by day by day. There's a reason. Hopefully you're being inspired, encouraged day by day, stimulated to love and good deeds. I'm very action-oriented in, in these daily word and prayer. We're not, we don't talk only about what we ought to think or believe. We do talk about things that we ought to do, as in today. We ought to encourage one another. We ought to assemble together. We ought to consider who can stimulate me or you to love and good deeds and allow that person to minister to you. And, make, and then ask yourself, who can you stimulate to love and good deeds? And then take that initiative. Again, I, I think it's so often we can feel that it's that the only place we get this strength is from a personal private time with God. 
Well, there's nothing wrong with that, but I do think God does use other people in our lives. I know He's done that with me. I can think of times when I've just been discouraged, and I can't put my finger on why or what, and I try and spend time reading the Bible, and I try and pray, and it just I'm just not getting any better. I can remember one time in particular where I where, where uh, a good friend of mine, and this was years ago, but I I was down, discouraged, couldn't put my finger on why, reading my Bible, um, praying, nothing was working. One night I just went over to his house, knocked on the door, he opened the door, I walked in, sat down in his chair in his living room. He looked at me and I said, listen, I'm discouraged. I'm not sure why. You can ask me any question you like and I'll answer you honestly. And he did. And by the end of the time, I was lifted up. I was, I'd gotten back on track. I, we figured it out. Which leads to the third thing I want to suggest today. And that is 1 John 1, 7, where we read this. If we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus' his son cleanses us from all sin. Walking in the light doesn't mean you're perfect, but it does mean you're not hiding. You're not, you're not in the darkness. I think lots of times the reason people can't um, minister to us is we're, we're in the darkness. We're hiding things. And brothers and sisters, in our culture, other parts of the world, they live together far more cramped, and you can't hide things like you can here. But so many of us, we've got our houses, and the windows are closed, and, the, and, and you know, what goes on in your house, it's, if you don't intentionally walk in the light with others, nobody will know. What goes on in your heart, if you don't intentionally walk in the light with others, no one will know. And so if you really want to break out of a spiritual stagnant, being spiritually stagnant, you really want to grow and you want to be making progress. You and I have to take the initiative to walk in the light. I found in my own life that, you know, the importance of small groups and, and accountability. But, you know, you can be in a small group and you can be in an accountability relationship and you can still choose to hide. You can choose not to be open. You can choose to not walk in the light. And conversely, you might not even be in a group, an accountability group, and you take the initiative to walk in the light with others. I know with me, because of my travel schedule, it's difficult to have a, uh, well, before COVID, I have it now, but it's difficult to have a small group setting because I was gone so often. And I had to take the initiative when I was in various cities, staying in people's homes, talking with friends that I developed over the years. I had to take the initiative to walk in the light and be open about how I was feeling and open about my life. You need to as well. So today, three things. Encourage one another. We all need it. Who encourages you? Don't neglect it. You might become hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Number two, stimulate one another. Encourage one another to love and good deeds. Let's keep growing. Let's not become stagnant. Let's keep making progress. Let's keep going for God. Make a difference. Our time is short. We don't have time to waste. There's so much to do. Let's stimulate one another to love and good deeds. And finally, walk in the light. Let others help you. Don't hide things. Uh, know who energizes you. Know who strengthens you. Know who encourages you. And make sure that with those people, you're walking in the light around them. Okay? Father in heaven, thank you for these simple principles that, that show us how you use other people 
to encourage and strengthen us and keep us on track. We confess, Lord, so often it's easy to want to think, I don't need others. I can do it all myself. I'm okay. I'm strong. I'm self-sufficient. But, Father, we confess that that's just pride. And you've so designed us that we really do need others. We acknowledge today that you are our source of strength. You're our rock, our refuge. But you use other people to minister to us. You come to us through others. You teach us through others, encourage us through others. And so, Lord, we don't put our trust in other people, but we do trust you to minister to us through other people. And so help us today, Father, to encourage one another. Every day, help us, Lord, not to think we're going to really grow and be what you want us to be with only sporadic encouragement. Help us, Lord, to lift one another up. Help us to receive encouragement and to encourage others today. Make us encouragers, I pray. Help us to stimulate others and to receive that stimulation to love and good deeds. Help us, Lord, to spur others on to, to greater acts of faith and love and courage, boldness and goodness. And Father, might we walk in the light. Give us the security to know we're accepted by you. And therefore, we can walk in the light. We don't have to worry that others might think lower of us. You already have accepted us, and that's what counts. Lord, take this very day and make this day count. I pray, Father, we'd not be people who drift and that we only every now and then have a good day. We pray every day. It would be a day of victory, a day of encouragement, a day of strength in our Lord Jesus. Day by day, as long as it is still called today. So use this day for your glory, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hey, praise the Lord. Isn't that awesome? I hope you come here every day. And if you're new, make sure you come back every day. Subscribe, hit the notify, like the video. Tell us where you're from. I always like to know that. And if you're here every day, God bless you. I'm so glad to have you. And I trust that God, is through this community he's building online, God is strengthening. Now, this is not enough. As we've said earlier, we need that human contact. But this is, I hope, a great supplement because a lot of places just don't have that daily encouragement opportunity like we're offering here. So God bless you. And until we see you, until tomorrow, we'll be here at 8.30 a.m. tomorrow. Or again, you can listen on the podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, Google platforms, search Tom the Preacher. Or watch later in the day. Tell your friends, spread the word. And until then, might God bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you and fill you with his grace and peace. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye. <music>